0: Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. I believe we have him. Nope. Yep. Hey,
1: Steve. Hey, Donna. Hi, brother Rob. How are you guys? <laughs> hey, Steve.
0: We're good. We're I have a ex-
1: fun update for
0: you. Oh, great. Because we've been having some technical <laughs> difficulties.
1: Yeah, but you know what? God bless the uh, the power of iPhones and AirPods and stuff like that. Uh, before the break, if you've been following along in what is now being considered our national nightmare, uh, my internet cut out over here, and something suddenly happened. So then Stevie Boy, during the last segment, Brother Rob, it'll give you chills when I retell it. Stevie Boy, while doing the segment, goes down, gets his tools, Flathead and Phillips goes down to the basement at the belly of the beast mm. and I started removing plates and unplugging internet modems and all sorts of things. Uh, tried it all, came back up and pressed the magic button. Nothing. Here's what I have found out, ladies and gentlemen and and thank you for your emails we uh <laughs> It's a problem that is likely not going to be completed before the end of this show, which will make this show our very special Steve called in show huh <laughs> Really? How's <laughs> that, was I just got the note from our wonderful engineering team. They say that they have internet companies that are there at the station helping to solve all of the problems, but the likelihood of this problem being solved prior to noon seemed to be slim.
0: Huh. Okay.
1: <laughs> I knew I wouldn't.
0: When is this pandemic going to well. be over? God. I don't
1: know. Make
0: it stop. It's really
1: smooth sailing.
0: No, it's the worst. <laughs> I hate it's been it. going well. Gosh,
1: are
0: people... Got a little weird. Yeah, I got... Super weird. Hey, I got music news. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the News? This This, This is The Beat. I have a fun fact. Okay, this is kind of sounded random to be to me, but now it's all making sense, so you know who Garrett Headland is yes and and Emma Roberts, yes, and they recently had a baby boy.
1: I will just be. Honest and say I didn't know that they were together, but congratulations. I don't think I, I don't their think, relationship and baby.
0: I don't think I knew that either. Well, he was on with Kelly Clarkson recently and sharing uh, the Godfather of their baby, sharing that information. Here is a clip.
1: He's somebody that I admire and respect, not only as an amazing father, an amazing husband, amazing musician, an amazing actor. His name's Tim McGraw. I've known him for a long time. We laugh about it because it's been probably over 17 years now that we did Friday Night Lights together. We played father and son. Then we did Country Strong together. And we've remained such close friends. And, you know, I've seen his daughters from the time they were one, three, and five. Now, you know, after around the 12 weeks kind of time of Emma being pregnant, I called him. And the first thing he said was, I'm the godfather.
0: <laughs> Isn't that fun? Wow. Now, seventeen can years I just there. say
1: what I think other people are saying right now, too? Okay. Who does she sound like? Oh. Who uh, does he sound like, okay. Brother Rob? Maybe you could play the beginning of it again, and I want you to think of who this sounds like. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in your head so okay. that you can really visualize it. Johnny Depp, He's some Brother Rob, can we play the beginning? Somebody that I admire and respect, yep. not only yep. as an amazing yeah, father and a...
0: yeah, it's the accent. He has that weird accent. a
1: little, a little bit of uh, Captain Jack uh, that nobody can identify.
0: Johnny. It's like, is it? because he lived in france is it because he's in california what is, is this that what I...
1: happens when you own your own island you just pick up a, a tongue <laughs> that is native to you and only you
0: well garrett...
1: i thought that was johnny Depp.
0: what strangely isn't garrett headland from here am i do i have the wrong guy
1: uh, efforting hang on
0: all right steve uh
1: headland minnesota that'd be a fun little claim to fame that we would welcome.
0: i'm pretty sure
1: uh, a Minnesota farm boy, blows
0: up Garrett Hedlund, Roso.
1: Now i so into black seas with Johnny Depp. Look at that. Yes. Yeah.
0: Doesn't sound Minnesota
1: farm. Roso.
0: I just said that three times.
1: Roso. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm on a phone connection.
0: Oh, oh, sorry. You can't hear anybody on the other end of the phone
1: always i'm Good sorry for him. you know where he was uh he's from Roso. did you know that no i didn't wow <laughs> yeah, where did you find
0: that that's I crazy know. um yeah just kind of interesting i can't believe that that movie is 17 years old that friday night lights i, I feel I like remember. it was out five minutes ago
1: well and then it spun into an even better version which was the show which you sabotage because you accidentally skipped from episode five, season one, to mm. episode six, season five. That is a true story. Which really crushes the show. Too bad, Donna You missed out on a really awesome
0: Maybe I'll right. go back. Maybe I'll go back yeah, and watch it because I like high school stories.
1: Yeah, I... There's so You're going to love it. You need... Oh, gosh. When you finish Cobra Kai, get back into Friday Night Lights. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. And, you know, Friday Night Lights is one of the rare TV shows that has a satisfying uh, series finale.
0: Oh, does it really? Okay, that's good to know. That is very good to know. Um, Have you seen this video of this young lady? She's a gymnast. Her name is uh, Margzetta Frazier. And it had gone viral because she was performing a floor routine to some of Janet Jackson's biggest hits. And she was kind of mimicking some of the moves from some of her music videos. And she, Steve, it is so amazing. I'm linking this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com, but it was so great. And Janet Jackson FaceTimed her. And just listen to a little bit of the conversation, because it just, it sounds like she's just, Knows her and is just BSing with her, just acting like a normal person, not the huge celebrity that she is. Here's a little bit of Janet. But I just want to say thank you, thank you for sharing your talent. It's so beautiful to see you tumble.
1: Really inspiring.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you
1: so much, and it just inspired me to want to do more and do better and be stronger. I I loved it, absolutely loved it. Thank you so much. That means everything to me. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> Thank you so
0: much for calling me. Thank you so Thank you. much for this conversation. Aww. I would love to meet you next time I'm in L.A. and just sit down and chat. I really would. I'd like that.
1: I would love that so much.
0: Great. So I'll reach out to you, okay? Okay. Bye. Oh, I mean.
1: Wow.
0: How's, how, I mean, what a nice lady to do that. She could have just tweeted her, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: She could have just put a tweet for out her. like, hey, that was great, girl. But now she called her.
1: That's really great. I love it. That's that's such a great thing to do. Steve. What?
0: Now I feel bad for not taking your calls when you call in the evenings. I know. You're just reaching out to tell me how great and inspiring I am. That's all.
1: (laughs) I'm calling to encourage you, to tell you something great, to see how your evening's been. I know. And frankly, with... I don't want to put you on blast, but there are a couple people who know you well and who have asked me to do some welfare checks for you. And he, and so, <laughs> it doesn't mean it doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter why. The, the point is, I hope that you take my next call.
0: Okay, I will.
1: And I thank you for taking this current call. Oh, yeah. Come welcome. on, I'm on a telephone, everyone. Yeah, it's how's really it going? Exciting.
0: We're having some technical difficulties.
1: Yeah, I think there's there's a there's a bit of a widespread problem that is impacting me uh, alongside uh, radio legend Joe Suchere, um. who I'm convince would beat me up if ever he was alone with me. Oh for and, sure. And uh and Reavers as well. So we're all we're all in this together.
0: Yeah. Is yeah what they say? We'll get through it. We'll get through it. We've got food news we have to get to. That's fun.
1: Yeah, Girl Scout Cookies fans, if you've ever wanted to show your pride in what you wear, there's a new way that you can do that. We'll tell you what, uh what they're up to. And I will let you know the latest from my smoking adventures. Had oh, a couple God. of people mentioning you, Donna, as they reached out following along on my brisket smoking attempt this weekend. Really? Tell you what, tell you what they said All about right. you when we come back. It is the Donna and Steve show on my talk hey
0: we have a sponsor for the donna and steve podcast it's chill boys
1: i love my chill boys these are the most comfortable pair of underwear boxer briefs that i have ever worn in my life the bamboo material super super soft really cool as well let me speak to the the waistband though for a moment uh in most men's underwear when you wear the waistband it folds down as though it is submitting to your roll (laughs) of fat or mine in this case (laughs) that is forcing it down but guess what my chill boys underwear do not do that at all the waistband Band stays where it should which makes me feel more comfortable longer
0: also no wedgies no chafing yes. no yes. odor it's because that bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties it's so cool it's great for biking hiking golfing i sent a couple of pairs to a friend of mine who refs hockey and he sent me a text thanking me and telling me how comfortable they are especially the uh, performance boxers
1: you sent underwear to a guy <sighs>
0: Look at the time. Isn't
1: he married? He's a married it's man we're talking about. Thing.
0: Yes, it's my best friend's husband.
1: All right, we'll get into that weird story a little bit later on. You can find out more at ChillBoys.com. ChillBoys, comfort where it counts.
0: Donna and Steve on my talk, 107.1. Everything entertainment. Steve is on the phone today because we're having some technical difficulties.
1: It's awesome. It's Excuse fun. Me. I'm loving
0: this. Ooh, it's, it's, it's almost like we're actually having a conversation that our listeners get to listen in on
1: yeah yeah <laughs> the other ones when we're both on um fully functioning technology yeah it's not the same. feel forced yeah. at least for me personally <laughs> and so this feels like an organic conversation don i have a couple bits of food news all right
0: hold on sure. hold on welcome to donna and steve's can i interest you in some food news today yummy okay hit it
1: Do you like uh, Girl Scout
0: cookies? Yes, I do. I do like Girl Scout cookies.
1: Well, maybe this is for you, Donna, especially as you try to sneak into more Taylor Swift concerts once the world opens up again. Uh, uh, The Girl Scout cookie folks have put out with K-Swiss a line of cookie-themed shoes. And it's kind of cool. It says cookie season just got sweeter. Meet Coconut Caramel Court sixty six, a brand new colorway in our limited edition Girl Scouts Case Whisk collaboration, and they've got a few different ones like Thin Mint shoes, which look minty green as you might imagine.
0: Can you share a link?
1: So I would love to share a link so that you can see it. And then what we could do is we could uh, throw this up on the Donna and Steve show uh, show links page. Yeah, it's pretty darn cool. Sorry, I thought I had the link, and now I'm putting it in right there. Okay. But they're actually kind of cool-looking shoes. And, you know, the sneaker community, Donna, I know it's not exactly for you and for me, but people love, love them some sneakers, man. They get all in on them and love matching different ones with different sort of outfits. But, like, the thin-knit ones look really cool.
0: Are they the green ones? The,
1: other, the green ones, yeah.
0: Okay, because I can't tell which are which. Don't those look kind of fly? Yeah, I like them. I would wear those. They're and it's, imagine if you're concert. trying to
1: imagine them. They're like low cut. They're just little. They're kind of suede. They don't come up over the ankle.
0: I like the orange ones, too.
1: Now, how much would you pay for them?
0: Oh, under 100 bucks for sure.
1: Okay, that's great. You could get the Thin Mint K-Swiss cookie shoe for 75 bucks.
0: Okay, I would wait for them Look. to go on sale for sure. But I love them.
1: <laughs> And if you if you have a Girl Scout oh, in your that's... life, daughter, granddaughter, whatever, wouldn't that be cool to yes. give them that as a gift? I bet they would love it.
0: I I think that's a great idea. And by the way, I saw this story this morning about a bunch of um, females who uh, just became Eagle Scouts. Really hmm. impressive. I didn't realize how much work goes into that. So bravo.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I dropped out of um, Cub Scouts, which is before Boy Scouts.
0: Yeah,
1: I went to one meeting. As I recall, it was a Saturday morning about 10 a.m. up at St. Alphonsus. And I was like, this is not for me. I do not have what it takes hmm. to be a Boy Scout. I got it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? I'm a chill scout. I like I, that you chill. know, I'm
0: surprised. I, I would think that this would be something you're into. By the way, one of those females from the first group of female Eagle Scouts uh, grew up here in Minneapolis. Her name is All Isabella Tooney. Right. Uh, so That's congrats. Wonderful.
1: Congratulations to her.
0: So much work.
1: Wow. So It's a lot. Yeah, it's a real commitment, man, to get the Eagle Scout in particular. Good Lord in heaven.
0: Well, then That's for a lot of work. sure, somebody needs to be wearing these sneakers.
1: And now I'll do my brisket. Good news. Okay. I just did the Girl Scout story to soften my entrance into me telling you my smoking adventures from this weekend. Okay. Did it work? Not really. Okay. Uh, Brother Rob, you may or may not know. Some listeners likely know. But if you don't, it's okay. I got a smoker last summer and have been trying to learn to smoke various meats Mm -hmm. ever since then. And it's become my hobby. And I watch YouTube videos on the weekend and try to study up and learn techniques and do different cuts of meat. So, last week, broke the internet. No hyperbole. It just absolutely destroyed the internet. Uh I smoked uh, pork butt, and it turned out really, really wonderful. It was great. And it was like negative 5 or something or negative 10 when I did it. It was, you know, nine days ago, and it was bitter cold here. Turned out great. This weekend, I went to the holy grail of meat that is brisket. And brisket is a very tricky sort of a meat to smoke, and I've only done it once before, and it turned out, I think, good with great pieces, but I wouldn't call the whole thing great. The pork was great. Reverse seared steaks, great. So I did this brisket. Don, I have a buddy, Big Rig, who uh, owns Big Rig's Barbecue back in Pittsburgh, and he is smoking meats all the time. So I'm texting with him that morning, telling him what I'm doing, talking about the brisket. I documented it all on my Insta stories on uh, Instagram just for the entertainment and education of it all. And by the way, the education is for me, not necessarily for other people. I'm learning through it. But it ended up staying on. I put that sucker on. Alarm was set for 6.15 a.m. on Saturday. Got out of bed, didn't want to, brought the big hunk of brisket out, let it rest on the counter. And then you have to, uh, then you season it, get the grill up to temperature, 250 degrees. The plan was that it would take eight hours, a seven-pound brisket. That thing, without me sneaking peaks, which ruins the heat that you have in there, every time you open the lid to your grill or your smoker, the heat drops, and it's tough to keep a consistent temperature. Uh, that thing had to stay on the smoker for, I think, 11 and a half hours.
0: Oh, my God. And,
1: and nobody we got in for that. We didn't uh, end up eating dinner until 8.30 p.m. because after the 11-hour smoke, Donna, then you need to let it rest for – some people say it could be as short as 30 minutes. Other people say it's best to do two hours. I went an hour and a half rest before I cut into it. And after all that, the flavor was great. There was a great smoke ring on it, which is the way that this pink outer lining that will appear on meat that has been cooked low and slow under smoke – And there were delicious bites. There were really, really yummy bites. And then there were other bites that just didn't taste quite, just a little drier than you would Mm. expect them to be. And then other good bites. So I felt like I had great bites, good bites, and a couple solid bites. The flavor was great. The bark, I call it, was really great. Uh, But it was, my wife gave it an 8 out of 10, which was good. But it was not a 10 out of 10, and it took a long time. But I'm learning. Brisket is, is fickle, and I had all sorts of, friends on uh instagram who were reaching out and giving me pointers and saying hey we, ch- we do brisket once a month here's what we've done here's where we get our brisket from here's what's worked best for us so it's really an educational oh, communal experience. community
0: now how did you know to leave it for 11 hours if you weren't checking it
1: uh because you cook to temperature not time and I so see. i had two internal thermometers that were in there that i was tracking and uh
0: Gotcha.
1: Yeah, it was it was an experience. But, hey, you know what? I tell you what, even when it's not a 10 out of 10, it still serves up a pretty dang good dinner, especially if you get barbecue sauce on it, which covers a multitude of sins. It is just sweet baby rays in your mouth. Had it for lunch yesterday. Had a little for dinner again last night. And you know what I thought of doing, Don? I didn't. But I thought I should turn this into brisket grilled cheese. Shred up some of the brisket oh, from yeah. the grilled cheese. That sounds great. Come on, man.
0: If only we had more time. Ah! Um, hey, we're not going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today be- because Grant is out and he is the, uh, the curator of the questions. So instead of that, let's get to our Facebook question. Your favorite movie ending. You can give us a call and we'll get to your Facebook responses. On my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve. is on the phone right now because we're having some problems with the interweb.
1: You there, Steve? Yeah, yeah. I'm always going to be here hey, for you.
0: man,
1: how's it going? I uh, don't know. No, it's going really great. I like this. This is fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> it really is. This is great. I have my AirPods in right now. Oh, fun. And that's exciting. I wish that I could. That would be cool. Imagine right now if you're, you're in the studio. If instead of having to talk into the microphone and wear the headphones, if you just had wireless buds in your ear,
0: can I don't. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can
1: hear you. I'm, okay. I'm oh just... Lord, I thought. I, sorry, PTSD. I thought I lost you again. No, but wireless air, air, uh, earbuds in your ear, and then it's your microphone. It's your headphones. It's everything. You could stand up. You could do things ergonomically. Uh,
0: oh sure. Okay, I get what you're saying. Okay. You really
1: like
0: the idea. I really like studio headphones a lot. Yeah. Because you don't. I
1: like. I love these air these AirPods. I want in ear ones, but I, and I had ones when uh, the Don and Steve show first started, but they started shocking me oh. pretty significantly. Oh. I would get big zaps during the show.
0: Yeah, I hear you because there's a lot of static. Um, I don't like I any kind of ear pods. They they never fit right unless you get them, you know, custom made. They're never going to fit the whole of your ear in a comfortable way. I hate them. Whenever I'm on the treadmill yeah. and I've got you know just regular earbuds in, they're all ones always falling out. It just it, they, whoever made them really failed.
1: I, well, apples, apples original earphones, the white ones connected to the cord. Yeah, they sucked so bad. Those I that's what I'm talking they about. Would send them out. How how was the rest of Apple doing so well? pioneering new technologies, creating the iPhone, the iPod, and then they turned to the headphone division, and it was just a suck festival. Right? It was terrible. It must If that was the best idea that they had...
0: Yeah, it's not even I close. It's terrible.
1: Which, by yeah. the way, Donna, made me a real late adapter to AirPods, because I thought, no, I don't want the same... Stupid little earphones that Apple made that sucked all the time. Now, these ones are just wirelessly sucking, but they changed something. Something about it might be that the cord is no longer pulling down, but these stay in my ear so much better. It's not perfect. It ain't custom, but it's a whole lot.
0: How much is that going to set us back?
1: I think about $125. Oh, my
0: God. No.
1: Donna. I
0: say No. That's a lot of money
1: withdrawal from your retirement. Come now.
0: Listen, that is a lot of money to pay for something barely mediocre. Thank you.
1: Well, no, but, but my point is the AirPods you're like me. You've, you, you've had a bad experience before. They're, they're better now. $129 at target. Although you could get earbuds with, with wireless charger, which look exactly like them. Um, $39.95. Thirty nine ninety five. Oh wait, now I'm seeing Apple AirPods for seventy nine dollars at Best Buy.
0: Better, better. Now if we could get a sale on top of that, fifty bucks. Wait a okay. Final offer.
1: We're going to get to our Facebook question in a moment, but just when I pulled pulled that up, you know, looking at AirPods, yeah, it is now showing me in the same line of other things you can buy. The eyeglass pillow to lie on your side with glasses and AirPods. You can purchase a pillow with a divot in the center for only $19.95. It's called the My Comfy Pad. And it legitimately oh God, is so that you can so lay down lazy. with your glasses on. No, but how about that if you're watching TV? Okay. And you want to lay on your side you're laying on the couch? How much? Nineteen ninety nine. It's oh, half off right now. That's pretty good. My Comfy Pad. All right.
0: All right. Back so to this. our Facebook question today is, what is your favorite movie ending of all time? We got some great answers.
1: We have great answers. Let me give you the, the the reason as to why we asked the question today. This all has to do with the this alternate ending of Titanic, which has gone viral. So diehard fans of the movie Titanic, I've only ever seen the second half of it. Very depressing. Um, there is this terrible alternate ending that James Cameron shot, And then decided not to use in the final cut. It was released as a special feature on several home video releases. And like everything else, it has been captured. It has been posted on YouTube for posterity. Now, for whatever reason, it's going viral again because that's what the internet does. If you haven't seen it, uh, you, you should check it out today. It is so bad, it could have actually sunk the whole movie. That's what critics of it would say had James Cameron decided to use it. So, in case you don't know... Titanic spoiler alerts, by the way. The movie ends with old Rose, played by Gloria Stewart, secretly revealing that she's had the heart of the ocean necklace oh. the whole time. She drops it into the ocean over the wreckage of the uh, Titanic, and no one finds out, including the treasure hunter, Brock Lovett, played by Bill Paxton. Right. I
0: don't even remember that that's how it ended.
1: That's how it actually ended. Here is the alternate ending. Rose shows Brock and his crew that she has the necklace. She doesn't do it secretively now. Before she can toss it, he begs her to let him hold it. She does. She allows him. But then, once she gets it back in her hand, she just nonchalantly throws it over her shoulder down into the ocean waters below. At which point, Brock's techie sidekick during the scene in Titanic flips out screams quote and here's a bit of real beautiful hollywood writing that really sucks lady <laughs> really and i
0: watched
1: really... this that is really what he says and i watched part of the alternate ending this morning and uh, it turned sure up. that is that is what he says then there's also <laughs> this weird shot from above of brock played by bill paxton laughing maniacally <laughs> And this ending adds eight minutes of absurdity, which also features old Rose awkwardly trying to explain that you can't put a price on love or memory and briefly considering leaping to her death off the ship's bow. Um, so the alternate ending, you can, there, there's cursing in it. So we're not going to link this up. Easy to find on YouTube. Titanic okay. alternate ending. And it is in total a, uh, I think a, about an eight or 10 minute scene, but yeah, this, Techie guy really gets after Old Rose.
0: But here's the deal. If that were the ending, viewers would never miss what they didn't know. Right? Like, if They're nobody not. ever said this was the alternate ending, don't don't yeah. tell us that. I assume everything has alternate endings
1: and scenes. I, and I wonder, too, when they make that decision. Do Do you show it to a focus group? Yes. When did James Cameron decide... Let's not do the version where the techie berates a 90 plus year old woman and says, that really sucks, lady.
0: (laughs) I think that it is based on focus groups. Yeah. And then filling out surveys and all that. So anyway, our question is. What's your favorite? What was your
1: favorite? Yeah. Instead of going into cynical, what was your favorite movie ending of all time? Um Ma- Ma- Maya says one. I don't even know this. Should I know this? She says, I loved the ending of 50
0: I don't know what that is.
1: Maya. Christine loves Pretty Woman when the prince rescues the princess. Richard Gere pulling up in the limo and climbs the fire escape.
0: Huh. I don't remember how that ended. That movie's so old that um, you've got mail, said Vicky... Um, Shrek said, Laura, Steve, does one come to mind for you?
1: Look, I do. I'm going to throw one out there that is Inception and hear me out. I know you haven't seen Inception in its entirety, but Inception has an ending that when I watched it, there was an audible noise from the whole audience. And then as you're walking out, conversations are starting about what it meant.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: And I think that's, that's cool. I, I do appreciate a nice buttoned up story where you don't have to think your way through what might come next, but you know, I, it's kind of cool when it's a little open-ended and then you can have some discussions over dinner about it. That's fair. I hear How you. about you Donna?
0: You know, it's a wonderful life had a really sweet ending. I thought.
1: Yeah. The only good scene in that movie, Whatever.
0: Um, all, um, Almost Famous it has a really sweet, clever ending.
1: Have you seen Jacqueline that? has one. Um, the Sixth Sense, one of the greatest
0: Oh yeah, that was reveals. great. That was great.
1: That was really cool. I believe too, when you go back and watch The Sixth Sense, if you haven't seen it in a while, that red is a meaningful, symbolic color in that movie. I think it means that Crap, there's something that it means. It means something. Red. Watch Sixth Sense again and watch Red. And then when the I see dead people and uh, realizing he was a ghost the whole time, it, it'll it make sense.
0: Did, are you saying that, like, whenever things are red, that means that they're dead? Red is dead?
1: Red is dead. Uh, I remember we found this out shortly after watching it, and it blew our minds.
0: It symbolizes a closeness between this world and the next. That, it's OK. It's one of the biggest hints that the main character is in fact dead.
1: Dead. Okay. Yes. He keeps jiggling the red knob at one point. His wife wears red on their anniversary.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner.
0: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never
1: ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm sorry Not to- really. But when you found out Bruce Willis was dead the whole time, was a ghost, yeah, it Then uh, you go back and you replay all of these scenes. You're like, "No, but he was at dinner with his wife. No, she never said anything to him."
0: Oh, yeah, when yes, sat down and Yes. Yes. That's a, you're right. That was a great ending.
1: That is a re- that's that was really Cuz cool. they
0: show you yes, like a montage of all the times.
1: Yes. That it made and sense. It all makes great sense. A few others I'll rattle off quick. Shawshank Redemption is mm-hmm. uh was Amy's favorite movie ending of all time, Field of Dreams for Jennifer. Oh, Katie Katie brings up a good one. The usual suspects.
0: Oh that was I mean so I good. know Kevin
1: Spacey is passe, but when Kaiser Soze stopped limping on his way out, yep. that was pretty stinking great.
0: And they did the same thing, that same kind of formula where they then started Back. to show you what all the answers were. The coffee yeah. cup. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's great, Steve. We're buddies. We're friends, guys. You're my best baby buddy, boo. When we come back.
1: Um, (laughs) Well, I don't know. I think this is going to make you mad. TikTok is uh, doing some stuff again. First Uh, of all, there's a challenge that women can do and men just cannot.
0: I will try it during the commercial break.
1: Okay, great. And then uh, in doggy news, there's a vet on TikTok Who's saying that we've got the one human year equals seven dog years thing all wrong? Mm. And I'll tell you how he, this veterinarian, says it actually works, and how it could change the way you care for your dog. That when we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk.
0: You're listening to Donna and Steve on my talk, one oh seven one Everything Entertainment. Steve is on the phone well, you need
1: a blue due to some hey everyone
0: some uh, internet problems.
1: That's why we're playing, you had a bad day, coming back from break. <laughs>
0: exactly. No,
1: we're feeling good. All we're right. feeling good. Um, I have a couple of TikTok stories that I want to bring to everyone's attention. Let's start with the one that I think is useful for dog owners out there. Okay. We, we've we long thought that a, a dog ages faster than human beings, of course. And the rule of thumb is that one human year or human year is equivalent to seven dog years. Mm-hmm. So if your dog is seven, your dog is actually 49 years old. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a veterinarian mm-hmm. on TikTok who says one human year does not equal seven dog years. Dog years. He says this.
0: Might be more. Oh, it's,
1: it's really, well, it's weird, and because it's not they're... a super formulaic way of looking at it.
0: Okay.
1: Here's how he breaks it down. A one-year-old dog is equivalent to a 31-year-old dog.
0: Oh, see, I would have thought okay. a teenager, like like a 15-year-old.
1: No. They're saying They 31. would probably be like 15 when they're like seven months.
0: Okay. okay.
1: But here, this is where it gets funky. So a one-year-old dog is a 31-year-old human. On that dog's second birthday, the dog is the equivalent of a 49-year-old. Wow.
0: Okay, Okay. that's a lot of aging going on. Okay,
1: A seven-year-old dog is equivalent to a 62-year-old human being. Mm. But this is good, maybe. An eight-year-old dog is only equivalent to a 64-year-old. So the aging pace slows down. I see. So instead of it being seven years every time, the big jump is obviously year one. They go from newborn to a 31-year-old person essentially. Okay. And then they add eighteen years for the second and so on and so forth, but in a in a weird way. But it gets smaller. So it's not like you're gonna have a hundred year old dog, so to speak, walking around your house. But the reason why they said it is important is because this could change the way that you view your dog, your expectations of your dog, and how sure. you might want to better monitor their health.
0: Okay. That makes perfect sense. I wonder so after the Eighth year, how many human years do we add on? So sixty four. An eight-year-old well, year dog seven is a sixty-four. To
1: eight, it only went up two years. So we'll, year seven, they're sixty-two, and then year eight, they're sixty-four.
0: So that's where the TikTok video stops. Yes. Rude.
1: Now they do. There is a chart that they have uh, made available online that shows a fourteen-year-old dog would be it looks like about 73 or 74 so the 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 aging really slows down after seven years but once you have a seven-year-old dog you've got a real geriatric situation on your hands no disrespect to any 62 year olds
0: well if you look at the dog food bags there's puppy adult and then adult is like one through seven and then it goes to you know the elder food what do yeah, they call it? What does it, it
1: say? Senior it's, dog?
0: Senior something? dog, yeah. I've never fed yeah. my dog senior food. even.
1: How old do you think your dog is?
0: I think he's know? about 66. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's nine. <laughs> He'll be 10 in June.
1: Oh, my gosh. So Okay. So he's an old dog. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, if he's going to be 10 soon, that means he's in his late 60s, mid to late 60s right now, Donna.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know. I I will probably always adopt older dogs.
1: Why do you think that is? Um I think it's great. I'm I'm asking curiously.
0: Um because they're not hyper. They're already potty trained. They already come with some training in a lot of cases. If they get to be that old, they learn a few things. And um better for my lifestyle and they don't get as, adopted as quickly as the cute little babies and i have a soft spot soft spot in my heart for older dogs thank well, you
1: this is really great plus it's all a write-off in your book you just counted all as volunteering <laughs> anyway <laughs> 800 hours
0: all right let's not oh, guess how live that Never mind. All right. What's Um, the other TikTok thing? Because um, you tell everybody because I just tried it and oops, I just tried it and I was able to do it.
1: You were. Okay. So it's a new TikTok balance challenge and evidently it's easier for women and borderline dangerous for men. Uh, Here's what you do is you get into a crawling position on the ground, butt back, and then arms in front of you. And now, what you'll do is put your hand, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, put your chin in your hands, but you're, you're kneeling down on the ground and your elbows are on the ground in front of you. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, what you do is you lift one arm up and put it behind your back, and then the other one up and put it behind your back. Women are able to hold in that position. Men very often fall down. Hutch, our buddy from KS95, sent me a video. Of his wife doing it. Perfect. Yep. And then he tried it while on the air and he ate the ground very hard. <laughs> I have to send you this video. He ate it so hard, Donna. Oh, it no. Was really something. But you're able to do it, huh?
0: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't as easy as it looks in some of these videos, but I was able to lift myself up, put one hand behind my back, then the other. It's not as easy but i i was able right. to do it so that's because no, i'm gonna try it that's because men um it has to do with men's chests and women's hips
1: right yeah like your center of gravity is in your hips okay so i'm down on the ground i got my butt high in the sky let me tell you if you're one of the lucky few that walks behind me right now you are welcome all right chin in my hands and now i'm gonna bring one arm up okay oh crap <laughs> I don't want to do this. How did you sit your butt back on your? No, that's too easy. Not really. Okay. All right. It doesn't Whoa. matter. Just nope. try to get up. Nope. No. I fell. <laughs> nope. All right. I'll try one more time. See if we can get this going here. Okay. If you did this on like a tile floor, you could chip a tooth, guys. Yeah.
0: Right. Be careful.
1: Right arm first. Okay. And left arm. No. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right. All right. There's that. Two. Okay. So it's called The Balance Challenge, and uh, you can find it on TikTok.
0: Yeah, Ooh. and I linked it up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. Okay? Wow. Okay. All right, great. <sighs> um, I watched a, I watched a new movie that I thought the trailer, trailer looked good. And we all love Bill Murray, right? Love Bill Murray. Love Bill Murray. Um, I watched the movie and did not find it to be
1: very good. Wait, I'm reading here it says it sucked. You think it sucked?
0: (laughs) Maybe not sucked, but it just wasn't great. I'll tell you what that movie is. We'll get to that. You've got some news for Disney World. Celebrating celebrating a big anniversary.
1: Yeah, and their celebration plans have changed a little bit.
0: Disney's only 50 years old. That's not right. World, not land. Got it. All right, goodbye.